0: Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. What? Aren't we in our culture? Isn't it all about family? Oh, my family is the most important thing to me. What's Jesus saying here? Well, I want to make it real clear. Love your family. Love your sons and daughters, your brothers and sisters, your parents, love them crazily, all right? But don't put them in the place that only God belongs. Remember the first commandment. You shall love the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Don't place anything or anyone, as wonderful as they may be, in place of God, because when we do that, we make an idol out of them, a false God. How do we express putting God first in our life? Well, one way is by attending Mass every Sunday. Last Saturday, after my sister's burial, I was kind of thinking about Sunday Mass. And I was thinking, I really don't feel ready to go back to Mass on Sunday. And then all of a sudden I remembered, Bishop Boyer gave us all a dispensation. He gave us a get out of Mass card till the end of September, right? Because of the COVID virus. I don't know if he was expecting one of his priests to play it or not, but... uh, That's kind of what I was thinking. And then I realized, I need to go to Mass. It centers me. It reminds me that God is first in my life. And I think during this time, more than ever, when everything just seems so topsy-turvy, we need an anchor. We need a foundation. God is our rock, our refuge. So last Sunday, like many of our parishioners, I I went to Mass, but I did it by way of my computer, right? We did it on on the Zoom. It's much nicer to be able to be here with you in the flesh this Sunday. Now, one thing we were scheduled to do last week was to review the results of the Disciple Maker Index Survey There is an insert in your bulletin this week that I encourage you to, when you get home, take a look at it. You might recall in February, and February seems like a long, long time ago, but we encouraged everyone to do the Disciple Maker Index Survey as a way both of a little spiritual inventory for ourselves as as well as a way to help our parish and diocese grow to improve and how the Lord is calling us to serve. Now, this is a survey that's been done in a number of parishes and dioceses around the country. The people that put it on tell us that uh, when in terms of what, what result, how many people to, ex- to expect to fill out the survey, they figure, they figure the national average is between 10 and 15%. What do you think our average was here at St. Michael? What percent? 24%, which I think really says something about the people of St. Michael. And then what we did was we had a called for more team, a group of parishioners that met with uh, Laura Kastner as our chair, and they reviewed the results. And there's all kinds of metrics and all. You can play with a lot of data that way. And so we were doing that all, um, you know, virtually. And then out of that, they came up with this, this just one sheet summary form. And... Uh, Here's some of the findings that I think are very important and I wanted to make sure that you knew about. They've got a couple pie charts. One of them refers to one of the questions asked on the survey is, would you recommend your parish to somebody else? Well, 63% strongly agreed with that, or excuse me, the statement is, I would recommend my parish to, to somebody else to come. Uh, 63% strongly agreed, 32% agreed, so that's 95% of our parishioners would recommend our parish to to other people. And our school, for those that took place in the survey, they said 98% agreed or strongly agreed that they would recommend St. Michael's School. Uh, They also, 92%, uh, strongly agree or agree that we are a welcoming community. So these, I think, are really some things to celebrate as a parish. And then some uh, things, opportunities for growth. One thing is we we thought we, we need to do better at inviting non parishioners to experience Mass or other church activities. And now, this has kind of taken on a whole nother meaning because so many things have been canceled, right? But still, I think there's ways that we can invite people, whether physically to come to church, and uh, maybe it's even telling some of our other St. Michael parishioners that, yeah, you wear a mask when you come to Mass, and we sit a little further apart, but it's still church, so... Uh, That's one thing, or or just if you know people, just invite them to, if they they want to come to church in person or certainly watch on the live streaming, we plan to continue to offer that. Another area was uh, sometimes we're afraid to start conversations about faith. And so we're looking at how are, are some things we can do to help equip parishioners to become more confident in sharing their faith stories. Now for next steps, Uh, The uh, Called for More team hopes to work with each of our parish councils and commissions in bringing the key findings from the survey responses to focus on in a particular way to develop uh, each of those councils and commissions in their work. Now, that's the Called for More. The other piece that was supposed to happen last week uh, was the relaunch of DSA. So we decided to have that this week. So I invite you now to watch our TV monitors.
1: My brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome and welcome back. I am thrilled to have you gathering together again to have our parish community celebrating the great sacrifice of the Mass and joining in communion to receive our Savior Jesus Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. These past few months have given rise to all sorts of difficulties and challenges. In the midst of so much uncertainty and change, we find solace in our faith. One thing we can be certain of, the love of our Lord Jesus Christ and our mission to carry his gospel forth in our words and in our actions has not and never will change. Happy the one who trusts in the Lord. My friends, our Catholic Church is hard at work. For that, I thank you. Because of you, even amid this pandemic, our church has been able to sustain and expand its work. Your prayers and financial support have enabled us to feed the poor, visit the lonely, educate our children, anoint the dying, and bury the dead. We cannot do it without you. Let me share some good news. This fall, we'll see the largest group of new seminarians in our diocese for more than a decade. Our prayers, your prayers, for new priestly vocations are bearing fruit, but it comes at this very difficult time financially. Our seminarians, like many critical ministries and services, are largely funded through the Diocesan Services Appeal, or DSA. I'm very grateful for the operatory support you provide for your parish and for your support of the wider church. If you have already made a contribution to DSA, thank you. For those who have not yet made a DSA gift, I am asking you to consider making a commitment today in support of this year's appeal. In doing so, you will be helping people and fueling ministries which will be critically important to our parishes and schools in the coming year. We really need your help. This year's DSA campaign began just as the pandemic hit. Many regular givers will not be able to support DSA this year. Can you help make up for others who cannot give now? Please consider prayerfully a special this special request. Together, through your collective support and with perseverance in prayer, our beloved Catholic Church will emerge from this pandemic fortified and strengthened in pursuit of her divine mission to bring the love of Jesus Christ to all whom we encounter. May God bless you, and may our mighty God be with you.
0: We launched our DSA diocesan services appeal, uh, drive on March 7th, 8th. And as you know, what happened after that, our masses were canceled. But in spite of that, uh, you have done amazingly well in responding to DSA. You've pledged or paid $86,196 towards our $97,262 goal. So thank you. Uh, Relaunch weekend is to provide an opportunity for anyone who has not yet given to DSA this year to do so. Pledge envelopes are in the pews, um, or you can give online at www.dioceseoflansing.org/dsa, either by credit card or uh, electronic giving. So please pray for the success of DSA at our parish, at all the parishes of our diocese, that it may be able to receive the funds it needs to help the diocese, the greater church, carry on Jesus' mission and ministry. One more piece. Uh, many of you are aware that one of our parishioners, Mike Gar, has been serving as a Marino-Lay missionary in Mombasa, Kenya. And we have his blog on our website, and then every once in a while, Mike will, will, will exchange an email and in his emails, he's been asking me if I've received his letter. And I said, well, nope, haven't received your letter. Well, it came last Saturday, June 20th. And, uh, well, it was dated February 8th was when Mike sent it out. So he writes, Dear Father Jim Bull, I trust this finds you doing well. By the time you receive this y- this you will be in full swing of the Lenten season. <laughs> I would like to request, please, that you read the thank you letter enclosed from Abdallah at all the weekend masses. St. Mike's has been so generous towards my mission work and I feel it is important for them to know some of the fruits that have come from their generosity. I am Abdallah's guardian and mentor. He is an inspiring young man and a survivor. God has truly blessed me with him. He is very obedient to God's will. So this is the letter from Abdallah. And he writes to St. Michael, in appreciation of everything that you are sacrificing for me. First of all, I want to thank you for changing my life by offering education, which I could not afford. And I have learned a lot from this education. Thank you for your support, and God bless you very much. Everything is going well, and I am working hard to achieve my goals and to be independent. Thank you for the contribution and support that you are giving to Sir Mike, who has been giving me a father's care, a thing that I have desired after my dad passed away. Despite the school knowledge, uh, in addition to the school knowledge, he has been guiding me on how to survive in this world and being responsible, hardworking, and disciplined. Uh, thank you for this guardian angel through St. Michael uh, that he, he got, came to Kenya and taught me about life and how to be a responsible gentleman. Uh, through God, I believe I will be by, and God bless you, St. Michael. And then uh, Mike also had a uh, card that he asked me to put on our bulletin board. It says, Dear St. Mike family, wishing all of you a happy, holy and blessed Easter. And it goes on from there. Uh, it just worked out that uh, I could share this with you at the masses this weekend that you know every week we have a, a designated charity for Matthew 25, where 4% of our Sunday offertory goes to that designated charity. The one that we had lined up for this week is, is still a charity that's not able to function yet because of COVID. So uh, we had put, it just happened that we had put Mike down for his Mary No missionary work in Africa. And if uh, if they needed it in February, um, they live very close to the edge over there. And as they've shut things down, it's really affected things. So I I think it is fortuitous that it is this weekend. And uh, as as I said, 4% of our regular collection will go. And then if you wish to give directly, we have Matthew 25 envelopes in the back of church.